You're listening to Western Oklahoma Radio, and uh, we have the Flashpoint Boys now on the air with us. I want to welcome uh, Todd Lamb, and also we have uh, Mike Turpin with us, uh, as usual, on the first Thursday of the month. And we want to welcome both of you to the program. Hello, Mike Turpin. How are you this morning? Hello? Yeah, there you are. Now, let me turn your mic on. That helps a lot. (laughs) I have total control. Hello, Mike Turpin. Most people turn mic off. <laughs> well, I had it off by accident. Also, Todd yeah. Todd Lamb is with us this morning as well. On his, are you on the road to Durant? Uh, I'm on, well. I'm about to be about to hop in the car. So I might lose you for a second, but going down to Durant, America, for a Regent meeting uh, this morning. And uh, I just uh, good morning, right radio. It's always the right time on right radio. And good morning, Canute, America. Birthplace of my late father, Norman Lamb. Very good. Yeah. We also hey, want to tell everybody what Rousseau means. Where are you going? What's Rousseau mean? Rousseau, Regional University System of Oklahoma. There are six Rousseau schools right radio in the backyard of Southwestern. Uh, I will see that wonderful president this morning, but the six Rousseau schools are Northeastern, Northwestern, Southwestern, East Central, Southeastern, which is hosting us today, and the University of Central Oklahoma, which is the largest Russo school, home of 12,200 students and record enrollment for the freshman class this year. Very good. Is that because Drum roll, please. <laughs> are you responsible thank for that? You, thank you to Regent Turpin for the setup. Yeah. Are you, yeah. Are you as a result of that? Is that because of you? Uh, I take no credit whatsoever. There's a wonderful team that's been working on enrollment management for about two to three years now. Um, and so they've done a fantastic job with that freshman enrollment this year. Well, we get. I want to get started this morning. Let's talk about what happened unprecedented in Washington, D.C. this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy uh, was ousted as Speaker. That's the first time in the history of the United States that Speaker's been ousted by basically his own caucus to some of, some of his members as well as uh, the Democrats. Uh, Todd, Todd uh, Lamb, your thoughts about that? And is it Summer Saints going to hurt the Republican Party? Well, certainly I think it hurts the Republican Party. It shows, uh, you know, that these Republicans in D.C. are putting the fun in dysfunction. I'm using fun uh, quite facetiously. Uh, listen, I understand Magnetic North, but you can't allow good to be the enemy of the great or even great to be the en- enemy of perfection. And I can respect idealism and, and uh, you know, th- these Republicans that just want to stay in one lane and can't compromise anything. That's their right to do that. But to throw the, United, the entire United States government in disarray, and that's what they've done with ousting uh, the speaker. And, and, and just, just think about the, the, the simplicity of this and the duplicity of the simplicity of this. Matt Gates was upset that Speaker McCarthy relied on Democrats to get a temporary budget deal to keep the government open. He was upset by the principle that the former speaker, Kevin McCarthy, relied on Democrats to get that done. Matt Gates relied on Democrats to oust the speaker. So he, he, he could preach idealism and, 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 and pure and magnetic north, but he did what he was complaining about. Good point. Mike Turpin, your thoughts from the Democratic side of this issue. Does this hurt the Republicans? Well, how often is this going to happen that I agree with Everything, not most of. I agree with everything Todd Lamb just said. I mean, come on, he just said it. That's a Republican characterizing what Republicans do and what they've done in D.C. 
and the one-liner is a firing squad in a circle, that sort of thing. But unfortunately, <laughs> it, it's so chaos. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's chaos, and unfortunately, it's crisis. I mean, it's our country. It's our government. And, um, golly, just to see it happen the way that it happened. And they say it's the first time in history. He made history, and now he is history. I mean, it's the darnest thing I've ever seen. And he dug his own grave. He dug his own grave. I do believe by I can make this quick, offending the Democrats on three issues. You see, I think, number one, he decided to impeach Joe Biden with no evidence. And then just a, a piece of hate passed by the far right. And then he decided to stay and support Donald Trump every way he can on January 6th and the insurrection, even though there's a mountain of evidence against them on that one. And then over the weekend, he decided to blame the government shutdown on the Democrats. Really? Everybody knows that Democrats like government, believe in government, want government to work for the people. Democrats get criticized for that, for God's sake. And he blames them for the shutdown. Ain't no Democrat for a shutdown. So that was just insanity. And I think people thought he went a bridge too far. And that's when the Democrats saw this guy talks out of both sides of his mouth, and we can't trust him, and we'll take anybody but him. So they voted against him, as you guys all know. So Heck of a deal. Yeah, and so right now, uh, a couple of names that have been lifted up are uh, Kevin Hearn as, as a possibility, as well as uh, even Tom Cole. Is that is that even a reality? Uh, what are your thoughts on that, either one of you? But, but, before Todd gets in, I got to jump in. I got to tell you, it'd be good. It'd be good for the world. It'd be good for the country for Tom Cole to have that job. Go ahead, Todd. Well, I can agree more. It, it, uh, Tom Cole would be a fantastic speaker. Uh, Kevin Hearn, I've known Kevin for several years. I just don't think they're going to allow uh, somebody who would still be considered a freshman, if you will, um, although he's past his first term, to have that much uh, that much power and that much authority. Uh, I just don't. I just I, I don't see that avenue that path. Tom Cole. Now this is the you know put on the political analysis hat. Remove the fact that we're all Tom Cole fans. Um, he was tied very closely to uh, former Speaker McCarthy. So uh, I, I think I think that's challenging for for Congressman Cole. But my goodness, I mean to have the, to have the, the the first speaker since Carl Albert from Oklahoma. Uh, and the man from Bug Tussle to the man from Moore, that'd be incredible, absolutely incredible. Hey, Mike, when you were talking about, you know, the, the firing squad in a circle, and, Harold, back to your first question, uh, one of Will Rogers' greatest quotes was, he said, quote, I'm not a member of any organized party. I'm a Democrat. Uh, <laughs> yep. If he were alive today, if, if Will Rogers were alive today, I think he would say the same quote and change it to, I'm a Republican, meaning, I mean, the disorganization and the dysfunction. I'm, I'm going back to, to an earlier question, but I thought about that when Mike said it's a firing squad in a circle, which it really is. You know, what I'm hearing is a lot of support for Trump on, on the part of the Republicans. Uh, Democrats uh, are hedging a little bit on Biden. But, uh, you know, I think most people honestly would like to see somebody fresh and new in the presidency. Your thoughts on that? Well, well, well no question. Because that's just the generational thing. I mean, Joe Biden is 80 and Donald Trump's 77. So I've predicted, and I'm probably dead wrong, which last year I was wrong two-thirds of the time. I kept track. Last year I was wrong two-thirds of the time. I kept track. I just want you guys to know that. But but I do believe that Trump will not be the nominee. Now, I, you could say, how's that going to happen? I don't know. 
but after after what he did yesterday, yelling at the judge and screaming and throwing in a complete fit, I mean, anybody's going to say, I don't want that guy's hand near a nuclear button. Anyway, anyway, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't believe ultimately Donald Trump will be the nominee of the Republican Party. If that's true, I'm predicting Joe Biden will turn to his wife and say, we got into this thing to beat Donald Trump five years ago. He's gone. We're gone. And as you just suggested, the next generation of both parties would take over. And uh, it'd be a heck of a show to watch. I mean, what, what Democrat would surface? What Republican? DeSantis? Nikki Haley? I don't know. But it'd be the next generation having their time, their turn to run this country, therefore lead the world. Uh, and that could be an okay thing with me. But in the meantime, Joe Biden appears to be a steady hand on the wheel. I mean, think about that. Who'd ever believe that at least we got a steady hand on the wheel? He's rallied the whole world against Vladimir Putin. And the only Republicans I can see that supporting are James Lankford and Tom Cole that agree to say we've got to take on Putin. We've got to fight for democracy. We've got to fight for freedom. Most Republicans like Tucker Carlson and the rest are saying we don't want to fund Ukraine anymore. Please check out the quotes of Tom Cole and James Lankford this morning. They're sticking with Joe Biden and rallying the world against Vladimir Putin. Thank you, Joe Biden. And thank you for some Republicans that are sticking with him because that battle matters. Well, I'm, I'm sure it, God, do, it does. But, you know, you kind of, people around here don't think that Joe Biden has a steady hand at the wheel. Mike, I'm sorry. Uh, Todd, well, I, you, I heard not. you, but he's rallied the whole world against Vladimir Putin now. Yeah, well, on that point, well, I don't know about rallying the world. Uh, I, I don't think he's supposed to Churchill. But uh, I, I don't think Tom Cole or James Langford's press release began with, I'm sticking with Joe Biden. <laughs> they I don't think so. Oh, no, no. Well, you, I don't, you know, I know why? I, because I said, no, actions I said, speak louder than words. I don't think the press release. Well, okay, well, I, I think if Tom Cole and James Langford were on right radio this morning, I don't think those words were exactly out of the mouth. They would talk about no, no, Ukraine, you're right, God. But, and, but and the important thing of, of out of the words they're voting with him. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, that's it. I just made the point that if they were on the program, they would talk about the importance of Ukraine and and national security and geopolitical benefits of supporting Ukraine at the, uh, the doorstop uh, to Russia. I think that's their position. Whether whether it was Joe Biden in office, Donald Trump in office, Ronald don't, Reagan don't in office, Trump. Barack Obama Trump. in office. No, no, don't, don't say if Donald Trump's in office. You know whose side no, he's no, on. I'm, say, I'm, saying, I'm saying that regardless who was in office, Tom Cole and James Langford would be supporting Ukraine, regardless of who's in the mobile office. They've I totally agree. They've announced this morning. Uh, the, the I totally agree, Todd. Thank you. Yeah, the president's announced today that he's going to go ahead and extend the wall. Why do he wait so long to do that here towards this, uh, the third year of his presidency? He stopped the wall building initially. So uh, He's waiting for Mexico to pay for it. Remember, Mexico's going to pay for that. I thought you guys remembered that. I, I do, but he wouldn't allow oh, I, 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 rem- I remember Trump saying that. Well, interestingly, this past week, Former President Clinton was talking about the challenges uh, of of, immigra- of illegal immigration. I think he's saying it firsthand. You know, he travels the world still to this day, but he's saying it firsthand with the uh, immigrants the, the being bussed up to New York. But Bill Clinton even criticized our immigration policy this past week. Well, that was reported oh, yeah. you know, comprehensively. Yeah. So I, I think in light of that and, and, uh, and other Democrats, uh, um, Kennedy running the Democrat primary against Biden, I think it's pushing Biden a little bit more toward the center from, from the far left on having to at least talk about some sort of immigration policy, and that includes probably the wall. Good, good. Yeah. 
Now, we got a text from... Uh, I agree a, with all that. we we got to quit agreeing. I, I agree with everything well, Todd just said. Someone, <laughs> I also so, agree. There's no show. The na- there's, there's no show. Yeah, Todd, here's... Hey, Todd, Todd hey, what, what about you, this one? The National... Hey, hey Harold, the yes. National Young Republicans, yesterday in the newspaper, it said National Young Republican Federation said 36 per, 36% are for DeSantis and 35% are for Trump. How come young Republicans would be for DeSantis over Trump? What do what do young Republicans see that their own parents don't see? I, I I'm know, just thinking out loud with you. Well, I, I was talking to yeah. survey. Uh, talking to my granddaughter, you know, she, an age issue is is big with her. She's a Republican, so okay, go ahead. That's, that's what she's saying about. It. By the way, there there is a little bit of dis- interest out there in what you're saying, Todd. We had a listener write, uh, write in on a text. Todd Lamb is your perfect example of a McCarthy clone. He's no conservative. I'm a car- <laughs> Uh, I don't wait, I'm a, I'm a McCarthy. Wait, I, but I, I don't understand the text. I'm a McCarthy clone, so conservative, but yet I'm criticizing Matt Gates for how he removed. I, what he was she saying? I was so good or not conservative? I, I, I'm confused. I'm he, confused. He's no conservative. That's what they're saying. Because oh, you're... no conservative, no conservative. Well. Uh, when I was on the state Senate floor, battling uh, battling a little a lot of partisan uh, partisan issues against my fellow Democrats years ago, uh, I don't think anybody said it as a shrinking violet. But I respect your listener, and here's here's the great thing: I'm just glad somebody's listening. <laughs> and I encourage that I I clear I encourage that young man or young woman who who just checks it in. I hope they're engaged. I hope they run for city council. Hope they run for school board. Hope they run for the legislature. I hope they support candidates to do. I'm glad they're listening, and I hope they're engaged. Very good. Good point. Well put. And if you watched Flashpoint for the last four years, Harold, you wouldn't think Todd was uh, left of center, necessarily. No, <laughs> you know. no. I agree with that. We watch it every Hello. week, by the way. Hello. Okay. Thank you, brother. Thank so, you. So plug. Tell you listen to watch Flashpoint. Well, Go back and watch some well, old shows. I'll see you. Go ahead. You, you, speaking of that, who's your guest on the program for this this week? Well, well, I, 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 I wish you said it my, uh, because I am headed down to Durant for this meeting, uh, I will. I can't tape today. Uh, Mike and I, we're going to be back for the first time in a few weeks because he's been traveling, I've been traveling. Uh, co-hosting for me today is Jeff Hickman, uh, whom you know quite well, Harold Wright. You all served in the legislature together. Uh, he's the former speaker. Uh, Jeff Hickman is. He's a regent with Regent Turpin. So he will co-host for me today, filling in for me. And I don't know, Mike, if you all have a guest. Or it's going to be, you know, the the three the three guys on Flashpoint. I don't know. He's trying to get Tom Cole this morning, either oh. in person or okay. by Zoom. We'll see. So Jeff Hickman's trying to get Tom Cole to be on the show. We don't know yet. Very good. But we do know it'll be Jeff Hickman, and you guys all up there in Western Oklahoma know Jeff Hickman. Very well. And uh, he's a wonderful guy, and he's a good regent. He was my speaker. Look forward to the, the show. Did it, he's did your what? He was my speaker when I was in the House, and he did a great job. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he was he was speaker, and you were speaker pro tem. Yeah. So we we work together well. He's a good man, and yeah. he's been a great resource to the oh, higher yeah. ed board of regents. We had a fourteen percent increase in higher ed funding last year, and uh, I give two people a lot of credit for that on the higher ed board of regents. Todd, you've heard me say that, and one of them is Jeff Hickman because he knows how that process works, and the other is Steve Taylor, who's on the higher ed board of regents, the man from McAllister, who they brought in seven days in May. I caught the seven days in May. 
you know, they brought him in to mediate and help resolve the dispute between the House, the Senate, and the governor. Got it all done. By the way, and they all give Steve Taylor a lot of credit for that. He repaired the breach. Let me say that again. He repaired the breach. Go ahead. I'm just going to say, Todd. Pretty, pretty you know, Steve Taylor is a fraternity brother, and we were in the same pledge class. Just want to throw that in. <laughs> the quality of our right, pledge you know, class. It, you know what, Harold? All these years of knowing you and knowing Justin Taylor, I didn't. I didn't know that. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yes. So we we we, wow. we, we hey, go hey, back Harold, a long hey, ways. Harold, tell yes. us one thing about him that nobody knows. Seriously, not. I don't mean a misdemeanor or even a felony, but just tell me one thing about him that nobody knows. You're in a fraternity with the guy. Come on, his come name, on. This is right radio. Let's get wrong. His name was Tweedy Bird. You're making what? this up, right? No. <laughs> So, are you serious? Well, what's, what's serious what's the, gas in space suit, aren't you? What's that? You're serious as gas in a yeah. space suit. No, I'm serious. Am I right? Yes, <laughs> I'm very serious. <laughs> That's okay. a good one. Uh, between your... but, but before the end of the day, I'm going to call Tweety Bird and ask him about it. I won't tell him where I, what my source is. That's way out in western Oklahoma. He's in eastern Oklahoma. He'll never know that you said that, but I'm going to ask him about well, it. Is that you, okay? The other justices know that, so you could blame them as well. So that, that could come from several places. <laughs> good point. Hey, Harold, this is, this is funny. And this is well. This is well, this is groundbreaking, right, Radio? This morning, twofold. One, uh, you, you told us that the nickname, the college nickname of a former chief justice of the state supreme court, uh, and a hero to many. Uh, that's one. But but here's something else. That's how long have we all known? How long have we all known Mike Turpin? A very long time. How often have we read the books? How many books have we been given? How many speeches have we heard? How many radio shows have we done? How many TV shows have we done? And I've heard a Mike Turpin quote this morning that I've never, ever heard before. I mean, this is groundbreaking. I mean, he said, serious as gas in a spacesuit. And I don't know where he got that, but I've never heard Mike Turpin say that. So this is groundbreaking radio twofold this morning. An original yeah, quote go. from Mike Turpin. So where'd that come from, Thank Mike? Thank you. Was that something you Warner made Von up? Braun. You know, Werner Von Braun. In the sixth grade, I won the school science fair, and Robert S. Kerr wanted me to meet Werner Von Braun, who was in town for peaceful uses of outer space in Tulsa. I have a picture with Werner Von Braun, for those that don't know, German rocket scientist that came over here after World War II and led the American space program, put our first man in orbit, our first man on the moon, Werner Von Braun. I asked him, you know, how's the space race going? And he said to me, I'm serious, you guys. I'm serious as gas in a spacesuit. I asked him, he said, the space race? Let me tell you, young man, we've overcome gravity, but the paperwork is killing us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Gravity was nothing for Von Braun, but the paperwork, the bureaucracy was a challenge. Well, I believe that. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. You, you still didn't tell us where you got the quote. You still didn't tell us where you got the quote. This is gas in a spacesuit. <laughs> From Tom Stafford, I think. He said that. I like Tom okay. Stafford. I like Alan Shepard. I like John Glenn. I like Gordon Cooper. I like, can you name the seven original astronauts? I got it from them. They wanted gas in their spacesuit. They wanted to be able to breathe. That's that's it. That's the premise right there. Thanks that for asking. That makes sense. Hey, guys, we're, we're out of time. Astronauts. Thank you for being on the show today and putting. Well, we, we got, got more. We got more, Harold. What are you, are you kicking us off? We got more. You do? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well, we sure. always have more. Hey, Harold, you don't grind, you don't shine. Yakety yak, <laughs> that's talking back. Uh, you, uh, you want some more? Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you must be laborious just... before you can be glorious. <laughs> okay? Now, I know... You've got to do something to be something. Now, Todd, okay? I know you've heard those quotes. He's heard every one of them. Yay, 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 living if you ain't given. All right, goodbye, Canute. Have a great day, Western Oklahoma. Thank you a lot.
Both of you. Thank for you, being Todd. If you ain't giving, you ain't living. He got the best one of all. See you guys later. All right, bye. <laughs> the Flashpoint guys on the program this morning that I heard every first Thursday of the month, and I want to thank them for giving up their time, and be sure to watch Flashpoint on Sunday. So, very interesting stuff. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.